Welcome back to another episode of Hanging It's time for me to wake up now. I absolutely hate this noise so much. Oh my gosh. If I had a nickel for every time that alarm went off, I would have a nickel every single day. Because that stupid ringer is my alarm. I don't know why I don't change that. As a matter of fact. Anywho, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Hanging Loose. Um, this week's episode, it's yours truly, Tilabi, baby. Um, it's funny because I got these studio headphones. All of our episodes are recorded on a Blue Yeti mic, usually in some sort of room like I'm in right now. Or outside, we've done them outside, we've done them a lot of different places. But this time, I have my studio headphones plugged into my mic so I can actually hear what I sound like. I know, super crazy, super profound. Um, Usually when you're in a studio, that's what happens, but literally I'm on a whole different like level right now. I can hear my voice as I speak, and I just want to say a bunch of random stuff because I can hear every single little thing about my voice. Anyway, wow, I could just talk about nothing all day long, but I won't waste your time. Don't you worry, guys. Stay tuned for a wild episode on this week's episode of Hanging High. Just kidding. Hanging loose, baby. And don't forget, this episode is brought to you by MBL Energy. Mark and Barbara Lopbach Energy. Um, for all your commercial solar needs, you can go to www.mbl-energy.com. Dot communication, baby. Let's go. In a world where everyone is stressed out with homework and responsibilities, Trent and Jeff are here to remind you to hang loose. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's been a couple weeks since a podcast has dropped. It's been a wild semester for me here at school. Um, have done some traveling recently, so if you've been just dying for an Hangin' Loose episode, I apologize. If you haven't been, well, we're back, whether you care or not. So, guys, let's jump right into it. All right, I'll give 10 bucks to whoever can guess what that sound was. All right, on a real note here, this week's episode um, is just me. Um, So we're going to have a little segment called Storytime with Trent. Really creative title. Um, 
But this specific story genre that we're going to get into today is, um, well, this week's version of Potty Talk with Trent. I know what you're thinking. Well, you're you're really going to go there? You're really going to go there? It's real mature of you. Well, um, you know, maybe I'm not not maturated fully yet. Okay. Anyway, let's just jump right into it. So this past week, first story here. This past week was Halloween. Um, it was great. You guys are hearing this, whatever, November, it's November 5th today. We'll just say that. These episodes are pre-recorded. Um, anyway, so recently it was Halloween and I was a cowboy because that's the only thing I had. I had my cowboy boots, yada, 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 whatever. Um, hung out with some friends. It was great. Not the point. So that night I go to bed and apparently um, this is a story that my roommate David, shout out to David Cravens, um, told me the following morning. So apparently, I sleepwalk, okay? I didn't realize this. I don't think I really have in the past, but I guess I do now. So basically, it's about 2.30 a.m., Halloween night, when my roommate wakes up out of a dead sleep and hears a soft stream on that is hitting the carpet and he assumes that um, there's kind of this water bottle that that spilt on the carpet and um, confused and kind of rattled he shines his light on me and I am out of my bed sleeping head first into my cowboy boots that I wore during Halloween um, curled up next to them cuddling my cowboy boots not in my bed so he was pretty startled and said, that's weird. Um, he goes to bed. The next morning, he tells me this story and he goes, dude, like, bro, you were like not sleeping in your bed last night and I heard this like something spill on the carpet under your desk. And I said, well, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean something spilled? I was like, there's nothing on, on the desk. And that's when, well... We put two and two together. I went over to, <laughs> I went under my bed and uh, kind of felt around it, kind of already, not under my bed, I'm sorry, under my desk. I felt around, um, the, 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 the wetness had kind of dried up, but I kind of, I, I leaned down and I gave it a little sniff, a little sniffer. <laughs> and that's when I um, kind of wiped it and uh, I realized I, I, I pissed. <laughs> I pissed under the desk in the middle of the night and I was asleep and I do not, I swear to you, I do not remember this, okay? I got up in the middle of the night, took a good old whizzer, squeezed the lemon right under the desk and then proceeded to cuddle up with my cowboy boots on the side of my bed. So that is what happened this week. Um, I just figured that, you know, that story is, there's no point in hiding it. So I'm just coming out and saying it myself. So the life lesson that I learned from that was that anything can happen to anyone at any given time. So that is, uh, the first story of potty time. <laughs> okay. Second story, second story of potty time, second and final story is actually, um, my final project for one of my classes here at Liberty University. Um, I'm in, I'm majoring in strategic communication, which is basically um, 
foo-foo. No, I'm kidding, but kind of, not really. Anyway, uh, which is basically communications with a little bit of advertising, marketing, blah, 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 whatever. And there's a lot of room left over for other classes, so I am minoring in digital media performance, which is basically audio, video, um, is kind of the, the prerequisites to my cognate, which is uh, performance, which then goes into sports broadcasting and, and vocal development and all that jazz. So right now I'm in my first two classes for my minor, which is the video and audio. And for my audio class, I um, we have this project where we use um, Adobe Audition, which is actually what I use for this podcast as well. And we tell a story, we tell a milestone. It's actually the milestone project. So it was supposed to be, uh, <laughs> it was supposed to be something that significant that happened in your life. And I just immediately thought of this story. It by no means is a milestone. I mean, it could be. It could very well be a milestone. <laughs> um, but anyway, so this is the edited. This is my final project. Okay, this is like worth two hundred points that I am turning in this week. And and the reason why I'm confident in saying and like confident in turning this in is because I've gotten feedback from my professor and he's okay with it. But, you know, with that being said, I'm just going to put in, I'm just going to show you guys and give you the final edited audio project for this class. Um, I believe the title is The Room of Rest. So please enjoy. It was a beautiful fall afternoon for a college student to be attending class. Leaves turning red and yellow, and a cool breeze was at my back. My freshman self found some time to take a break in between class before heading to finish off the day with a highly anticipated math test. So, I ventured out to the campus cafeteria to get some coffee and a bite to eat before embarking on my exam. After a good meal and a warm cup of coffee, I headed to the math lab. On the short walk over from the cafeteria to the math lab, I quickly realized I had to take a pit stop at the good old small white pool of the men's room. This task became more and more urgent as I approached the restroom outside of the math lab. Luckily, I had made it to the restroom and hastily made my way back to the largest stall in the room. <sighs> the anticipation of the math class and the influence of coffee really had me taking my time while doing my business. Minutes went by as I comfortably was cleaning up when I realized I was running late for the big test. Finally, bowels empty, full stomach, and a heart of determination. I was ready to leave the men's room and head on in to conquer the challenge of mathematics. I opened the stall door confidently when I heard a noise I was not anticipating. I look up and to my surprise, there are eight women washing their hands in the restroom. My initial thought was, why are there so many girls in the men's room? That's when it hit me. I just spent the past 10 minutes taking a dump with all these females in the woman's restroom with me. I wanted to sneak out quickly, but I had gone to the very back of the restroom 
in the biggest stall. I heard giggles and awkward whispers when I put my head down and sprinted out and into the men's room. It was there that I regathered my confidence and waited until all the women were out of sight. Slightly humiliated, I went to take my math test. And I failed my math test. And unfortunately, the women's room got the best of me. This is indeed a true story. The end. All right, <laughs> all right, guys. Um, so yeah, so I'd love to hear your feedback on what you thought of that story. I don't know if I've told that story or not on the podcast. I genuinely don't remember. But if I have, it hasn't been with sound effects and music. So I was really looking forward to uh, really just sharing that experience with everyone. I don't know why um, pottying, the potty talk is still funny to me. Um, some of you might never listen again because I'm talking about this right now, but that's okay because you know what? I'm going to be who I am. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, dad? You know what I'm saying? No. But yeah, so that, um, the potty talk is a big part of my life and, um, that's kind of why we opened up this episode with potty talk with Trent. So that concludes potty talk with Trent. Um, now we're going to jump into, um, a classic golf story, okay? These stories are totally random. I was thinking about what do I do for an episode this week, and it was, all right, I'm going to tell a couple stories, and these were the first stories that came to my mind. Um, first story, this story is about my brother Colby and I and two of his roommates in college. Uh, my brother graduated last spring, I think. Did he? I don't remember. Um, I'm a junior, and he's two years older than me, so something like that. Anyway, so this is back, like, I think this was my senior year of high school, so he was about a sophomore, and um, golfing is not something that me and my family, my family and I are good at. Um, If you know me, you know that. Um, I do enjoy, you know, hitting balls every once in a while. With that being said, um, I come out and visit my brother here at Liberty University, and it was a Sunday afternoon, and we said, you know what, let's go golf. So we went to the local Poplar Forest to go golfing. And again, it's a nice day out. We're hitting some balls. You know, I've only lost about seven of them, which is a world record for me. But <laughs> um, if you know me and my family, and by my family, I mean my brothers, well, really my whole family, but especially me and my brothers, my older brother, he's an airhead. Um, and so am I. So we're on like the 17th hole, or maybe it was nine. I think it was the ninth hole. It was like the final hole. And my brother's driving the golf cart, right? And I'm like out of the golf cart with him. It was him and I driving together. Oh, no, maybe it wasn't. No, it was. It was Colby and I driving the golf cart together. And I get out to hit my ball. And he's like driving. For some reason, he's like driving to the next hole already. Like we're finishing up on the green. I had a nice 60-foot putt. It's not a big deal. Whatever. And he's driving. He's driving. And he's not paying attention. He's not on his phone, but he's just not paying attention. And, you know, the the golf course there has, like, where it's, like, hole 10, like, the sign that says, like, what hole you're on, right? It was, like, hole 9. And it was this massive, it was, like, this at least 8-inch in diameter, like, wood stake, right? With, it says, hole 9 in big letters, 
not even close to the path, right? My brother's driving, my brother's driving. I'm like picking up my ball and walking to the next hole and I see him headed straight for this stake in the ground. And I'm like, Colby, yo. I'm like, hey, dude. And he like doesn't hear me. He keeps driving and I like look. He's like not on his phone. I was like, oh, he's going to like see it. He is full speed on the golf cart and nails the stake. And the stake literally like is in the ground like four feet. The whole sign comes out. The golf cart almost tips over and like the seat bounces out. And I go up to my brother. I'm like, dude, like what are you doing? I was like, were you on your phone? What were you doing? And my brother literally was just in his own world and um, – you know, had to uh, had a con- have a conversation with the clubhouse after that one. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, if you can envision that, it was uh, quite the sight to see. I had not laughed that hard in a while. Um, but, yeah, that's the first golf story. We're going to go with another golf story here. Golf and my family do not go very well. And I'm going to give you the very short version of this story because I'm actually going to have, this story involves me and my little brother, Chase. Uh, I'm going to have Chase on the podcast over Thanksgiving break when I go home. Super stoked about that. But um, Chasey has had a very, very hard and um, interesting kind of high school career when it comes to injury. So I'm going to have him on actually and tell um, this story. Um, But to give you a quick synopsis of it, Basically, we are golfing back home in San Jose, California, and we're golfing at um, Cinnabar Hills, which is a very hilly, if you can imagine, course. And again, I don't know what's, I don't know what it is with just the last hole just being absolutely, like, not absolutely horrible luck for us. Um, basically. Long story short, we're driving down the cement path and my dad and I are just messing around and the whole time we're like bumping each other with the carts, like driving down in the sand dunes, like trying to do some burnouts and, and you know, some donuts. If anyone hears this, we're going to be banned from all golf courses ever. But so we're coming down the hill, right? My dad like bumps into us and we're golfing with my uncle and my uncle and my little cousin he's like he was like I don't even know this was two years ago he's probably seven or eight at this time um is in front of us so it's my uncle and then me and Chase are in the middle I'm in the cart with my brother Chase and then my dad behind us my dad bumps into us and we're like laughing and like haha I'm like and my dad like keeps going and there's like a sharp downhill turn on the cement and my little brother's driving and slams on the brakes and (laughs) to try to avoid hitting my uncle, and believe it or not, we caught an edge, flipped the flipped the golf cart, and the golf cart flipped me out, and I landed like on my feet. Like I was totally fine, not a scratch. My little brother, on the other hand, like lands on the curb, and the golf cart like lands on top of him. And basically... We'll save the juicy details for when I have Chase on. This will be in the next couple episodes. I will make sure that you guys hear the full story. But um, it ended in a very traumatic – my brother was very hurt from it. And it was something that was very traumatic and it actually wasn't 
um, not funny at all at the time. Um, he had to get a couple surgeries from that. Um, snapped a femur, broke some bones in his foot, um, and we spent the next couple days in the hospital because of that. Now we can look back on it and kind of laugh at the situation, but it wasn't funny at all actually when it happened. Um, and my brother had just come back from multiple knee surgeries, and I'll have him tell his story when he comes back. But anyway, that was kind of a depressing story. Um, golf is something that you love and you hate. You hate to see it. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Just came up with that one right there. Yeah, so that is my golf segment for the week. Um, last but certainly not least for story time. Quick episode today. Story time. This one's a good one. This one we're going to go back um, back when I was probably eight years old. I would say seven or eight years old. We, um, <laughs> I'm sitting in my room right now by myself making myself laugh. So if anyone listens to this, if anyone like is in my house right now listening, they probably think I'm psychotic. And this is kind of weird talking to myself in my room by myself. But hey, we do it for the content, baby. Anyway, I am seven years old, and we had uh, we went over to this guy in our church's house who has properties. He had like three acres, not big, um, but we would go over, and he was remodeling his house. So my dad would go over and help him with that, and me and a handful of my buddies who went to our um, went to the church at the time would go over and ride ATVs. We'd ride ATVs and dirt bikes. We made a little track and just around in circles, had a couple jumps. We would stay late at night and we'd play cops and robbers on the ATV with flashlights. And it was super fun. That's literally what we did every single Saturday for for a while, for months, for months at a time, especially in the summer um, when I was that seven, eight, nine range. Um, so this one particular day, we were out um, riding some ATVs. Um, riding some motocross, doing some whips, doing some flips. It was sick. Um, and at that time also, if any of you can relate, around the nine-year-old uh, age is when you're really in airsoft, right? At least that's what I was into, airsoft, right? We would, uh, you know, go to the park. We'd shoot, you know, put, put on jackets or no jackets and get little welts. And, you know, I had this, like, I don't even know what it was. It was some, like, Glock, like some pistol some pistol airsoft gun. Um, and we had like these like tri-burst like assault rifle also. So this time I brought over to um, this guy's property's house my, my pistol. I brought my pistol airsoft gun over with us ATVing. I was like, oh, we can have an airsoft war or whatever. My brothers brought a couple of their guns, um, some of our friends. So I said, sick, right? So I'm standing there. Um, taking a break from ATVing, and my, my older brother, Colby, the one who I just uh, um, told about running into the golf sign, uh, he uh, he was riding around the track, right, and um, I had my airsoft gun in with me, and I was like, oh, like, let's go play, like, I want to play, and my brother's like, before he had got on the ATV, he's like, no, nah, I don't want to play, and I really wanted to play, and um, so he's riding the ATV, and I'm with one of my, my brother's friends at the time, and he's like, oh, yeah, dude, like, let's Let's get him to play. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So my brother pulls the ATV into the garage area um, next to this field. And I have the airsoft gun in my hand. And I like jokingly pointed at him. 
and I say, yo, Colby, hey, come play Airsoft with me, like, or else I'm going to shoot you. And he's like, haha, you're not going to shoot me. Okay, when you ride ATVs, especially when we did, you have full body gear, you got boots, gloves, and a, and a motocross helmet. If you haven't seen a motocross helmet, then I don't know what you're doing, but it covers your whole face with goggles, right? So my brother has his helmet on, and as I'm saying, yo, bro, I'm going to shoot you, right? I was going to, my plan was to just shoot his foot or shoot, you know, shoot somewhere on his thigh where there's pads. It's like, it's a little airsoft gun. What is it going to do, you know? Um, and my brother doesn't even know what's going on. He says, like, okay, one second. And as he pulls in up to the garage, he lifts his helmet up, right? He's lifting his helmet up. And as soon as it passes his chin and nose, I'm about, I'm probably 30 yards away. Like, I'm not close to him. I'm up on this little hill looking kind of down on him. And I decided to shoot the airsoft gun. So I proceeded to point the gun at him. He's lifting his helmet up. I shoot, and the next thing I know, my brother's screaming, like rolling on the ground. And I'm like, oh, dude, like what a baby, you know? I was like, suck it up, dude. It's airsoft, bro. Come on. And so the first couple seconds, I like, I'm kind of laughing. I'm like, dude, who is, like, my brother's such a wuss. Like, what are you doing, bro? Really? And, uh... <laughs> Little did I know, shortly after that, I realized the severity of the, um, the severity of the situation. Um, I hit my brother with a shot from 30 yards away on his eyelid, on his under eyelid, where, and there was, it was super swollen and super, there was like a, like a solid welt on it. If I had hit him like a centimeter higher, he literally like would have gone blind in his left eye right? And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, dude, I got a good shot, bro. Like, are you kidding me? 30 yards away, like, no look, no aim, no scope, just right in the right in the eyeball, bro. Are you kidding me? Uh, but again, wasn't funny at that time. And all I remember is my brother screaming, and I literally thought I blinded him. I was like, he's blind once I saw that. I'm like, dude, like, I didn't know what to say. And again, this is me. This is seven, seven eight-year-old Trent, and I'm like freaking out right? I am like, oh no, I'm like, oh, frick, 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 frick. And my dad and um, the guy's house we worked at was like a college, used to play college football. He's this big construction concrete guy, right? And I remember my brother goes up to, uh, to the guy's house that we're working on or that my dad was helping. And I remember he's like crying and screaming and he like shows him his eye and then like points at me. And I'm standing there, and I see um, this guy look at me, right? He looks at me in the eyes, and that is when I started pissing my pants. The look in the look in his eye that he gave me was like, "You are dead." He comes like, like running over to me and like picks me up by my collar. I'm probably 60 pounds at this point, right? Maybe a little heavier. Maybe I was like 80. He picks me up from my collar and is, like, dragging me to my dad. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am so dead. And I blinded my brother. My life is going to end. I'm going to go to juvenile prison. And uh, and that's where my dad proceeded to, <laughs> to yell and scream at me. And I, I <laughs> on the ride home, the only thing they had for ice was 
um, frozen guacamole. So me and my brother have this ongoing joke that it's like, oh, the guac saved your eyeball. You know, so he was icing his eyeball with guac, hoping he doesn't go blind. And uh, I got home and I got swatted uh, a couple times on the on the hiney. Um, and uh, unfortunately, a very unfortunate situation for me there. Um, it wasn't intentional. I would still to this day, I don't think it was intentional. But again, I'm seven, eight years old. Um, I didn't mean to, you know, blind my brother. Luckily, he's not blind. His eye is okay, for those of you wondering. Um, but yeah, that is one of the pivotal, monumental childhood stories that has shaped me into who I am today. Uh, and with that, that concludes story time with Trent on this fall afternoon. Um, I'm really excited. Um, if you guys are still listening, um, I'm excited for kind of what the future is holding. It's been, again, I apologize for the inconsistency of the episodes for those who are interested. Um, you know, college is crazy, life is crazy, life happens, but I'm going to, um, we're very much still here. Um, Hanging Loose is going to hopefully um, start posting some YouTube videos of the episodes, especially when we have guests on, especially when we can do guests, um, have guests in person. Um, and, um, yeah, so, so that'll add a visual content and I, hopefully we can get some, you guys can, um, we can get your feedback on that, see what you guys like. Also, if you are not following, um, hanging loose on Instagram, hanging loose pod, um, on the gram, um, we're gonna keep posting some snippets and highlights of the episode. Keep you guys updated with what's going on. Shoot us a follow. Shoot me a follow at T Lobby Thirty Six um, and Jeffrey Loftus. Um, Jeffrey is actually um, having a baby, as um, our our previous episodes have talked about and announced. And he's about, I think their baby's due in January, so he's gonna be pretty busy. Um, this busy time of his life, I think his baby is, um, having a baby is a little more important than a podcast that gets a hundred listens to it. So, uh, but Hey, we're going to get that. We're going to get those, uh, those listens up. You already know what it is. Um, I really do appreciate you guys, um, listening and tuning in. Um, if you're not subscribed, please smash that like button so we can get those numbers up baby um also if you can guess the sound that i did at the beginning of the episode um please um first person to get it right um to guess what i made the sound with and what exactly i am impersonating um you know what i have actually you can have your choice between a starbucks gift card or at 10 bucks so i'm dead serious about it so if you are in lynchburg and you're listening um, shoot me a DM, shoot me a text, and let me know, and I will get you your prize. So tune in, mini giveaway. We're going to see how this goes. We're going to see the participation. If you guys participate, we can maybe have some bigger giveaways because who doesn't like free stuff, even if it's only $5? $5. All right, guys, that is it. That concludes the episode. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Peace, and we'll see you next time on Hanging Loose. Thanks for tuning in on this week's episode of Hanging Loose. Don't forget to subscribe, check out next week's episode, and as always, Hang Loose, baby!